You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anna. I'm here with Paul, and today we are here to talk about another year's in adventure games. Now, <laughs> I say years because in our line of research, we were looking at uh, 1986 and we thought, well, gee, there's there's just not as many cool games as 1987. Now, hang on. Don't send that nasty email just yet. I'm sure there's a lot of great ones and hopefully we're going to cover them. But we're also going to cover a few in 1985 and we're also going to dip a little bit into 1984 as well, just to, just to add a little bit of spice. Yeah. No, that's all the things. That's that's well well done. I don't. I, I'll, I'll make it worse, right? So let's let's do a quick start. Uh, that feels too soon, right? I'm cold. This is a cold start. I don't know how to just. I gotta I gotta say uh, things to derail this conversation before quick. you get it back on track, and then we do the episode. Um, Mission accomplished. Okay, there we go. Thank you. I feel good. So back to the getting to the start thing. Beautiful. Do we? Okay, we, we decided to do the year thing because uh, on one hand, there's an, there's an absolute ton of games from 1986, um, but on the other, let's not be a dick about it hand. There's not, there's not a lot of games. From, I mean, there's that, that we want to kind of reminisce about and talk about. Remember, it's like if it's only so much use a game has if, if we don't have experience with it, right? Because then you guys know the drill, and we're just like, yep, that's a, that's a game people like, and yeah, nobody wins. I mean, you're gonna get some of that later from me, probably. Um, maybe even added two, who knows? But but yeah. Anyway, um, so we decided to add 84 and 85 in the mix because because I think it's a big ask of you guys too if we started extending this whole series and just milking it back to like Pong or whatever and and, and you know a year at a time. That's not cool. So <laughs> so so you, so you the listeners know we're we're doing the, the grouping these years together. We're gonna group the early 80s together, and then we're probably gonna group. Uh, uh, a clump, uh, uh, two clumps of the latter nineties together, and 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 then we're done this this whole thing, maybe probably. So, uh, and well, do you want to do this like chronologically? Court. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to start back in nineteen eighty four, and and looking at like there's a lot more games here that I have played than I thought back in 1984. Now I'm a couple of years older than you, but surprisingly we've played a lot of the same games even from that year. Now also I probably would have gotten any game at least three to four years after release because our family was like that. We just, we don't buy things when they're out brand new. So maybe that made our timelines line up a little bit. Yeah, our timelines, I think they line up a bit for two reasons. In this case with like console stuff, um, and we'll get to it, but one of the ones that, that you might just think about would be like Marble Madness. Um, mm -hmm. is like, is my, my brother being, uh, older than me, uh, older than you as well, but, but still we bridges that bridges that, 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 that rather small gap, um, mm -hmm. to, to where like, you know, he would have got Marvel madness and then I would have had it by the time I knew how to, you know, play it. Um, mm -hmm. and then we, we, I think with a lot of the early adventure games, some of which we're going to cover today, um, we had the, like the two GS, uh, and Mac for a while before switching mm -hmm. to, to PC and like, so kind of the same as you, I had to, we had to wait to get the 2GS port. 
Mm, yeah, okay. And when I was a kid, the only friends I had that actually played computer games had Macintosh computers. So I ended up playing like, I think it was called Mousetrap or something and, and all these other yes. games on the Mac that I never would have come across if all I ever had access to was an IBM. So there's a little bit of crossover there too. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of little weird cult classic Mac games like Glider and Crystal Quest and such. But yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, Crystal I think Quest. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, with, I remember oh, the, that. The greatest sound effects in any game ever. Did they port that to DOS? No, I played that game in. Oh, now maybe you guys will think this is a cool story. So I'll just I'll just move over here for a sec to say back at my rec center when I was a kid in the early 1980s, they had a computer area and it was a room set up with like 30 computers and a guy at the front and there was Macs and there was IBMs and then there was like a row of games for each ones and the big you know the big five and a quarter inch floppies and then you could pay per 15 minute chunk or per hour chunk and you would just play whatever games you wanted out of the discs on any system you wanted so so many of these games like Crystal Quest and and all these random games that I never ever ever would have come across at home I was able to play uh and uh, of course, in my head, I'm like, oh, I played it as a kid. I must have finished it. But if I played it there, I probably only put the 15 minutes into it that my dad would have given me because we'd be done swimming. He'd be like, here's some ga cash. Go play some computer games for a while. And he'd go and, you know, wander around and have a coffee or play a game himself. So, yeah, a really cool experience. Uh, I wish that stuff like that existed now, like a giant room of computers and anybody can play any game they want. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, that, that was, I think, the, like the vision of the future for like 10 minutes, right? Maybe in like 93 or something or, or earlier. It was, yeah, it was like it was a total social event, except, of course, you were not allowed eating within three meters of the door. There'd be a guard yelling at you, no food, no drinks, no magnets. Yeah, yeah, no cheese related snacks. That's a bummer. <laughs> it's a bad time. Yeah, so it didn't work. Here we are. You know, almost <laughs> prophetically, <laughs> except for the sound, you know, <laughs> prophetic things work at all. <laughs> Doesn't work in hindsight. Look at all the colors. Marvel Madness. Eh? I didn't realize it was on NES as well. See, I'm, I I didn't know how many of these different systems some of these games came out on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it, it's fair to say there was a lot less games back in the day, right? Mm -hmm. So the, I think the farther back we go, the more of like a widespread porting we're seeing, where it's like... Mm -hmm. You know, the, uh, a lot, a lot more safe bets, and you know, a lot less developers, a lot less options for for even publishers, I'd imagine, um, or or even developers with a voice, let's say, because <laughs> mm -hmm. you know it's it's um, six weeks by mail. I mean, it's, it's going to take a while <laughs> to even you know try and get you know get a get an, uh, a hello in an interview. Mm -hmm. But um, all right, anyway, so yeah, we were on eighty four officially. And and I've got I've got my little best of list here, and and, and everybody knows it's just adventure games. So so before I just kind of <laughs> just, just just yell those at people the whole episode uh, for eighty four. Is there anything constantly going on? Because I mean, Nintendo is this is like a this is like a boom, right? It's like the birth of Nintendo. These these uh, three years we're covering right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, Excite Bike was out. I had a, a friend who had Excite Bike, and back in the day, we used to—I don't know—maybe do hot knives, and play Excite Bike. But you know, I thought that, that yeah. was a fun Nintendo console game. Love that game so much. Yeah, no, that game—that game's still fun. That's that's like the one 
when I plugged in the mini, the mini NES that I played the most, you know, like for mm-hmm. the, for the, the novelty factor, when you have an NES plugged in, um, <clears throat> mini or not. Yeah. That's a bloody go-to. What else came out in that year? And, uh, I'm trying to think Nintendo in that year. I, I, uh, not well, super I, familiar with the Nintendo the games that started coming yeah, out yeah. a little bit later, like 1985. You don't have to do that. No, no, that's ours. We'll have that's PC. We'll have to talk about that. It's ours. Oh, 1942. Uh, I spent a lot of time with 1942. That was a Nintendo game, right? It was the airplane uh, one. I don't know, but that's what I'm going for. I, I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have yeah, said Nintendo. I should, I should say, I should say, bring up any games that I wouldn't know much about now, and that's what you're doing. So, so you know, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, 1942 is a great flyer game. I just, I, I liked the progression. I liked the shooting. I liked the the extra cool weapons you could get, and then I liked the bosses at the end. Summer games. There, that's not that's a PC, but you must have you must have played I summer, games, summer games, right? Yeah, yeah. Happy played a lot of NES games for sure because because mm-hmm. we had mm-hmm. um like well my, my brother had one so it was like uh you know one one computer one TV one NES and and three uh, ultimately three boys in the house <laughs> so so you know it was kind of it was kind of a rotational thing and I I had last pick I guess you'd say so um yeah. and, and and limitations as well based on guidelines uh time-related guidelines and such, you know, protocols such as teeth brushing, bath, things like that. It was, uh, a human. <laughs> it was a dictatorship. Yeah, I grew up largely oppressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no television after ATM. It was ridiculous. Oh, you had that too? I even had like bedtimes and shit. It was horrible. Yeah, no, just, just the absolute worst. So many yeah. rules. That was, I mean, you know, don't get into it. But for me, it was religion, you know, sort of and rules and things. It was all, you know, I think I was just saying actually to James earlier today that I really was lucky that I got so much self-control <laughs> growing up, having to, not, not just within life or anything else, but also just with the video games and, and having to be able to delay gratification. I think all of that was really, really great training for being an adult. Yeah, adventure games will teach you patience. Any any video game will essentially because you, you know not not just patience but perseverance and um, resolve. <laughs> hmm. if, if you know if the game's good enough, right? It'll bring it'll hmm. bring that out in you. So that's that's like bloody magical. Yeah, which is another 1984 game. Um, fantastic, great job. Because I did that earlier. I'm like Crystal Quest. What well, bam? That's 87. Then I'm like, Shuffle mm-hmm. Puck Cafe, that's 88. Maybe I didn't say that one because I looked up the date. Yep, that's what happened. Well, now <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> I do want to bring up Karatika, though. I'm I'm sure at least some of our listeners must have played it. I, you can even play it now. You can download it as an app, and it's quite faithful to the original with music and gameplay, although a heck of a lot faster than it was back when we were kids. I don't know if you've played that one, Paul. Sorry, that was a... A gross water sound. And um, if I lost a few <laughs> listeners over that, I understand. I just, <laughs> I don't know what happened there. The water's got alkaline in it for what it's worth. I'm not sure if that's symbiotic or whatever, but um, I'm not serious. Um, Karatika mm-hmm. is um, bloody is that how you uh, Jordan. Karateka? Karateka. Karataka. I've always pronounced things funny, so I've always pronounced it Karateka. Karateka. I don't know. Karateka? There's a lot of options. 
karatika. That's how I usually pronounce it, which I don't think is right. But I was just like karate, right? So I was like karatika. I thought. Is it tech teak? Mm -hmm. I guess help us out here. Yeah. Because technically, if there's if you go by the rules of phonics, and not everybody does, there's one consonant between the E and the A, which would make the E long, which would make it karatika. But is that English only? Yes, and that's why I've always been hesitant on my pronunciation of that. Oh, right, but the, 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 it was translated to those letters, though, right? So if they didn't yes. want us to use the rules of English, they would use different English letters. Well, Listen, well, this enough. is all very educational, but I'm going to have to move us forward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, great game, though. It's got a bird that attacks you. It's got a twist ending. There's really, there's no better a game out there. It's a great precursor to a lot of the, you know, Mortal Kombat and other fighting games, if you ask me. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it's uh, Jordan Mechner, uh, his, <laughs> his, his thing. And that's, um, you know, I know him better from Prince of Persia, Prince of Persia. Um, mm -hmm. obviously being just, just amazing. Possibly up, to, up there with my favorite non-adventure games, classic wise, but, but for mm -hmm. Karateka, it's, uh, it's fine. I had an aversion to like karate stuff growing up. Cause there, I don't know, mm -hmm. there was a lot of it. Yeah. As, as you know, as you know, it was like karate mm -hmm. was like a big thing in the, in this era. Uh, it was. There, was, there was a kid. You got your karate. There was this you got kid. Your... <laughs> yeah. There was car um, boxing. There's all sorts of things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So just, I, 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 I had an aversion for whatever reason. It just wasn't my thing. Um, uh, definitely more like sci-fi, I guess, kind of thing. So yeah, I never really, never really got into it. But I, I did like Prince of Persia though, um, mm -hmm. which is not karate. So there you go. Checks yeah. out. That's a that's nice. There's a strategy guide for that. <laughs> I have the the strategy. <laughs> I have the strategy guide for Prince of Persia. It's uh, it's great. It's got a lot of original drawings by Jordan and uh, and some really cool stuff in there. Nice that that stuff's still floating around out there. Yeah, it is. I mean, it makes me happy. Hand printed stuff. Mm -hmm. um, all right, I'll, I'll jump in. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's what I'll, I'll throw in that last one before you go, unless it's on your list. No, that was just beautiful. I was just about to jump in with that. So it was just just, oh, good. just, just okay. magic, you know? This is I real... have, I, we each have stories. Give me your Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy story, and then I'll give you mine, whatever yours is. Mine, mine is uh, mine's a long story. Um... <laughs> good, good. Mine, too. Good. <laughs> That's the rest of the episode. We're just going to talk about this games, guys. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you said it would be how long. <laughs> Okay. So, so for 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 for, for my side, I just just played leather leather goddesses of Phobos. Uh, this is not long ago, mm -hmm. a year or two, and and I was talking to to Anna about it, and, and I think Rick too at the time, and uh, and uh, Hitchhiker's Guide came up, and and Anna expressed how how just punishingly difficult it was, and and it, <laughs> I, I never played it. The, that's the end. <laughs> It's no, it's not, it's not your like fault at all. I, I was not, story. I was not about to. I didn't have it in me to back-to-back -back text adventures. It wasn't, it wasn't going to happen anyway. Um, so yeah, that's <laughs> that's not on you. I just there, there was no way I was doing back-to-back -back text adventures. Hell no. Yeah. Um, as much as I love it, don't get me wrong. But between, I have, I have I way that. too many, you know, graphic <laughs> adventures to play. What was that? Sorry. No, no, that's okay. I was just, uh, yeah, no, good game. Uh, Leather Gothers of Phobos, good game too. Thanks to a good friend of ours, Roberta from the Classic Gamers Guild. I now have in my hands, in my very hands, a copy of Leather Goddess of Phobos with a you know scratch and stiff card and all. Oh, that's awesome! 
Very cool. Roberto's the uh, best. Thank you. Um, I, I, so I've got you, you haven't played it yet is your point. So your story's invalid. I'm going to move to my story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my story is a, I was a huge fan of Douglas Adams growing up. Me, I started reading the books early and then in grade six, my librarian, Mrs. DeWitt, it turns out she was a real fan as well. Plug for why schools should still have librarians. Uh, anyway, so she lent me so long and thanks for all the fish. And then I ended up reading the Dirk Gently books and all the other stuff. And, uh, and then uh, I had no idea that there was a computer game for it. And in about 1987, because I know the game came out in 84, my dad's good friend uh, gave him a copy of this game with no box, no nothing, just like on a disc and said, here, give this a try. And I remember we spent a number of months, my dad and I playing the game, trying to get through arrogant doors. And, and I'm not even sure at the time I even finished it until later on when they re-released it on BBC. Go there, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy on BBC.com. And they released it again with graphics, static Other graphics, but still graphics. Yeah, you can <laughs> you can look around and stuff, and, and it's really cool. And now I also have the big box as well as the button and the uh, space fleet and the, the ball of fluff. Anyways, it's got all the little goodies with it, the pin. It's lovely. Uh, that, was such a, that was such a neatly told story, too. You're good at this. All right. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my story was about the same length, and it and it, it, it went nowhere. That that, <laughs> I, that was like I laughed, I cried, kind of thing. It was a roller coaster. Um, it was lovely. It was good game, though. Anyways, great. Uh, no, I okay. Did I say that I I didn't complete it till I no, played it good. later? I might have said it wrong. I meant to say I still have yet to entirely have completed the game to this day. Please tell me I should. I mean, I know I should. I'm sorry that I haven't. This is horrible. It's so hard. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Do you do? You, what are you at with the like? Do you want to just walk through through it, or do you want to like really, really finish it? No, I really. That's my problem. I'm ref absolutely refusing any kind of a walkthrough, and that's why I keep making it about halfway through the game, and then I keep not finishing it. Same with bureaucracy. You know, I don't know if that came out. I think that might have even come out in the year or two around there, but. Right. It's the other text game by Douglas Adams, and it's even harder, as funny as it is. And I have certainly never finished that one. There. Yeah, I, I really, I love the idea of that game because of Douglas Adams, but um, the reality is, I, I'm not sure I'll, I'll end up playing it because. I mean, yeah, maybe hopefully one day, blah, 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 kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. uh, uh, in the case of, in the rare event of, of immortality or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you but know, put it on the list. <laughs> yeah, because there's other, there's, there's other info, wow. There's, there's other info games that, that I would rather play first. Mm -hmm. um, Agreed. Yeah, so, so mm -hmm. yeah, if that's, if that's not first on the, on the list of text adventures, then. We are in bloody uh, trouble. Uh, 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 trouble. So uh, anyway, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be be of use for this episode since I, I told a story that didn't go anywhere and uh, have just kind of you know let you talk about games I don't know much about. Um, <laughs> yeah, you better um, jump in because I'm not gonna shut up. I'll keep going. I was pretty um, nerdy. 
I had such a dang, I had such a good transition. I just ruined it because, because bloody um, Trinity came out in 1986. Speaking of Infocom oh. games that I would rather play than the goddesses of Phobos. Oh man. Ooh, I should, okay. I should, I should, I should edit that to make myself sound. I'm not getting it. I don't, I don't care uh, that much at all, literally, but man, uh, what an opportunity was missed. Anyway, people before, before I drop another ball, Trinity uh, was Brian Moriarty's game. Well, mm-hmm. I, actually, mm-hmm. I, I was just about to say first game, and I, I I don't have a ground on which to stand to say that, so it might not be because I think he did two or three games with Buddy uh, Infocom. But Trinity sounded the most uh, I don't know the most the most fun to me, most interesting um, of them all. So yeah, th- there was that game, and then I'm gonna just just kind of hardcore. I, I should say Brian Moriarty. By the way, I just googled it real quickly. His his first game was Wishbringer the year before in '85, mm-hmm. which is also this episode. So. So, you know, uh, oh, man, I was supposed to go to 84. Yeah, I'm not good at this, but you know what? You guys, <laughs> you know I'm not. You you, you, you just, you do, because you're, you're still here. So thanks, I appreciate here. it. Or you're just joining us and you're leaving again. But either way, yeah, welcome for that time. You know, first, all right, look. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it together. All right? I, I come good by the end of these, I guess, maybe. I feel like our listeners just, just mentally disagree to that, but. Uh, it's also fair. Yeah, like I felt that energy, even though it's in the future. Um, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus here for real. Enough about bloody Brian Moriarty and, and stuff in the future. Uh, as far as where we're at in this episode for 1984, I want to just bring up King's Quest because it needs to be brought up, and it's a little bit muddy, a little bit confusing. Uh, so mm, yeah, tell us all about this muddy, confusing land of King's Quest because I had a hard time making heads or tail of what bloody year anything came out. Well, buddy, I'm glad you asked me after I I kind of brought it up, but still, that was, was morally supportive. Uh, <laughs> this is this is confusing, as you know, because it, it took me a while. I think you went to the bathroom over me looking this up earlier. Um, not 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 in a you know in a in a private way. Uh, now maybe I should I cut that. Uh, you can't bring up girls going to the bathroom. It's different, you know. People get weird about that. I guess. Do they? Wait, are they like, wait, I mean, I can get I think it's it? technically the same because everybody, everybody pees, you know, it's, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we're good. And I think in your defense, you might have just got a water. I don't know. Listen, the point is, uh, King's Quest kind of, kind of more came out in 83 than 84, but it's, it, there's a haze around it. I'm not going to spend too much time on this episode because it's tempting. We, we could, I could spend like a long time on my little best of list here for these three years. We're, we're going gonna to push through the Sierra stuff and just say that the PC, from what I gather, the PC Junior version did come out in July of 83. Um, but it's kind of like more widely known as an 84 release. And that's mm-hmm. why we wanted to bring it up this episode. Hmm. Because I, I was like, oh, okay. So I went and got my copy of, sorry, as I move away from the mic here, I went and got my copy of uh, King's Quest, but it was already popped to the new version, Enhanced Graphics and Sound. It said Quest for the Crown on it, which I learned was a later edition. And as well, the date on the back was 1987. And me not being a nerd in the regard of knowing anything about versions was like, oh, it doesn't come out until this year so i was happy to learn that wasn't the truth yeah yeah it's it's it's, it's still it's it's still pretty confusing i, I mean I, I i'm not even 
confidently declaring it didn't come out in 84, but but from what I gather, the PC Junior version did first come out in 80, 83. So, the, but the reason we're bringing it up is because the 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 PC Junior version was was done for for IBM. You know, was basically Sarah was commissioned by by IBM to make this game to launch PC Junior. It's a super long story short, a medium sized story short, and. Um, <laughs> And so, like, its initial release would have been, I, I'm imagining, exclusive to the PC Junior, right? So it was in 84 mm-hmm. that, that there was a PC, uh, PC Booter version came out. Um, and, and, and so that was, although it was, it, was, it was a booter, it was, like, the first, you know, widespread PC version. Um, in 84, also, the Tandy and Apple II, uh, II E2C came out. And, and just because just Anna had just brought up the... the um, the box that she has where it has Quest for the Crown, and because 86 is in this episode, let's just, let's just lay this out there with the versions with King's mm-hmm. Quest, because it's... <clears throat> I was chunky. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, why would I, you know, make it so much worse with a word like that? I don't know, but... Um, That's what people King's are here Qu- for. They're, they're here for the flavor text. <laughs> Oof, yeah, adding flavor to that word, too. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Lung butter. Um, the, 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 the version you think with King's Quest is deeply nerdy, if not interesting. Well, it, it's it's one of the two. <laughs> um, and, and basically, so 84 is 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 where you know you get a PC or Tandy or Apple. Um, and the, and then just the the quote new version came out in 86. Again, that's that's part of this episode, and, and that was the PC Tandy PC Junior Amiga uh, Atari. You know the bloody works, except for Apple stuff. Um, and then the next year in '87, that's when it got labeled Quest for the Crown. And I could be wrong about right. this part. I'm going rogue, but I think that's, I think the Quest for the Crown boxes had the half a million copies sold thing on it, because mm-hmm. you know, it does. By, yeah, by mine then. has it right there. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if there's a version of that that box without it. I kind of maybe think there mm-hmm. is, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I should, I should. Make a stand there so I can be told I'm wrong on which side I picked. Uh, there is, yeah, okay. All right, I'm all done. That was a lot of King's Quest stuff. That's that's all we're gonna cover. I can talk about the actual game, just the release of it, because it's King's Quest, and I, I don't. Yeah, we know, you know it's what, a what, game. What do you, what do you want? Know. Yeah, it's it's King's Quest. It's it's you know the pioneer, the first graphic adventure. Roberta Williams, we're getting back in 1978. Ken and Roberta, like we're good. We. There's, we have tons of episodes for that. We're not putting it down. Go check out our interview with, with Roberta, for example. I mean, Ken's there, too. It's a good time. It's, it's, bloody, it's amazing. Um, but, but, yeah, that's, really? that's all we got to say about that. I, I don't even want to, I don't want to, like, talk about my experience with it because it's, like, I don't even want to judge that game. It's, like, a, you mm-hmm. know, it is what it is. It's really old. <laughs> it is. It's really old. I, I played it with the walkthrough. I'm not proud. I mean, I'm not not proud. I'm just, that's just, it just is. I, I played it with the walkthrough. So. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I played it, so that's. that's when you something. play it, you're like, ah, oh, they're gonna get good. They're gonna get good at this, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they did. But that's so all you know. Um, I do want to bring up briefly Drug Wars, only because I find it an interesting game. In that, I, I don't know if you know about it, but it's it's essentially like a, a text based game where you're buying and selling hard drugs on the black market and I find it funny because I remember coming across it at some point later on and thinking it was a novelty but a few months ago I came across uh, a DVD game of drug wars that you just play in your DVD player 
And it's based right. on the same game, but they did it with live action. And it was originally in arcades. And it's, you know, the terrible acting where you're trying to shoot a guy before he takes off. I didn't realize they remade it. But anyways, it originally came out in 1984. Yeah. And there it is. It was pretty hardcore for its day, considering the subject matter. Yeah, it looks it. Yeah, these are these are fun to fun to, fun to Google. I, I feel like that's a suggestion <laughs> at the beginning of the first episode of the first year thing that we did that we should have <laughs> uh, we should have said is like, hey, these might be ideal. To like, if you put these on when you're when you're just effing off on your uh, tablet or laptop or whatever, because it is fun to Google mm -hmm. along to the things that, that that at least you say because they bring up Google very colorful. Yeah, Google <laughs> on they they pull up very colorful pictures. Yeah. Games like Mind Wheel, you know, the pictures themselves inside the game aren't really as colorful, but there are some, you know, rudimentary graphics as far as pictures go and ideas. But yeah, text games are really big in this year. There was a lot of that. Yeah, really well, I mean, you say, you say something like, like Mind Wheel, uh, mm -hmm. in, in, in the context of it's like this 1984 computer game, like how could you not want to see uh, what that looks like? <laughs> right it's it's wild and cover art oh my god like in the 1980s cover art is lit i don't even know what to say Ooh. like there is so much beautiful cover art happening in this time period which makes the back of the box slightly more disappointing at times but the cover art mm, it's gorgeous yeah cover art, it has big hair energy <laughs> so does even like the skeletons and stuff are just so much more epic and there's so much more realism and yet fantasy art kind of combined it's it's lovely yeah 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 heavy fantasy and just mm -hmm. yeah crazy high detail and <clears throat> it is amazing it's so do you cool. have any more in 1984 because all i really gave to you was here's king's quest here's a thing about versions do you do you want to talk about anything else before we move to 85 uh, Donald Duck's Playground. Yes. Yes. Oh, is that 84? Hang on. Yes. Hang on. Uh, well, check me no, if I'm wrong. No. You check it. Or, okay, it's again, it could be my version. I have it in the box, but it says 1986 on the back of my box. Uh, all right. Let's bloody. Oh. Right. You have to. Uh... <laughs> you have to specify it's a point and click adventure game where you're going to pull up half of the internet. <laughs> Because I, I, if anybody here has listened to my interview with our interview with Al Lowe, uh, I bring up Donald Duck's Playground right away as being really important to me. It was essentially the first pre-adventure adventure game I'd ever played. Uh, so the the information I'm getting is uh, that the it came out for Commodore sixty four in eighty four. That's mm, that's too many fours, and uh, <laughs> it wasn't until eighty six that everything else got the port like atari that's why because i have Apple. the tandy yeah yeah um does that yeah. mean Winnie the pooh and the hundred acre wood is the same because my version is 1986 but it's also a tandy version which the version you know did did, did i send you a disc of, of that the yellow disc mm, the yellow disc it's a yeah it's a five and a half floppy and it has i think a yellow and blue label I don't no. know if I sent you Donald Duck. Oh yes, yes you did. I have it. I have it right here in front of me. It was. Hang on, Which right one here. was that? Because that was not PC. I don't know if it was C sixty four, but it was definitely. Yeah. I think it was that I or Apple. That or Apple or which one was it? Or was it Tandy? It was really hard to get an image of. That's what it was. I remember that. Mm -hmm. 
See these noises are classic computer game boxes opening. This is this is really an important noise here. Yeah, it's why. Oh, it's I didn't put it back in the box. That's why it's excusable. So, yeah. I don't know what yours is. Yes. <laughs> this is, this. No, I don't know what your version is. I don't have it on me here. So okay, well, that's fair. I, I mean, have it on my little display cabinet. I should I have been like more I, prepared. You see. Well, that was random to throw at you. Um, but yeah, so Donald Duck's playground. I'm just going to say that as I opened up my box, I just I will give you your story on your game in a second. But I forgot when I met Al Lowe, I brought my original label from my five and a quarter with me for Donald Duck's playground. It's yellow and it's beautiful. And I had Al Lowe sign it. So I just I just nice. remembered it when I opened up the box and saw it in there. Go on. Lovely little, yeah. Lovely little surprise memory. Mem yeah. Uh, I don't know if a memory can surprise you. I guess so. <laughs> If you remember a, a memory, a remember a forgotten memory. If you memory. have memory problems, it would. It's like, yay. <laughs> exactly. I, I almost said listen, but yeah, I, I, I'm trying real hard this episode not to say it. Um, I shouldn't have brought that into the, the realm. Donald Duck's Playground, I just want to say before we move on, it's a really cool looking game. Like if you if you just look at screenshots, it'll give you, anybody that's a fan of the Sierra AGI games, it'll give you that, that same vibe, that same, uh, you know, same palette, same, um, yeah, just same same vibe. But it was also fun. The the the, the sorting the fruits off the truck bit is, is a good time. Mm -hmm. I don't care how it, it is catching the fruit, and I mean that's yeah. satisfying. It was more satisfying than the sorting the toys on the shelves with a ladder. I found. Yeah, the, the fruit one's kind of the only one I, I'll, I'll I'll have even the bravery to pitch as fun as an mm -hmm. adult because because it totally yeah. is. The other two, totally I'm not gonna is. lie to you, they, they 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 were not fun as an adult in 2021. No. Um, but I do know. like I'll the fact this. Oh, please. Yeah. No, in 2022, <laughs> let us know. But yeah, I love the fact that the game not only has you playing games to earn money, but that you're earning money for a purpose of pleasure being your own playground to have that's all decked out. I mean, it really does give you the whole system. It's like an early points reward system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was really well done. Um, yeah, the luggage shortage, right? It's still in the screenshots. All right. Well, anyway, that's eighty-four. Let's let's do eighty. Um, yeah. Eighty next one. Eighty-five. Yes, and then the audience can shout, "Wait!" But you've missed, and I know, and we will talk about it, whatever it is. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because we're Another gonna miss time. some. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we okay. are. So so now this is eighty-five. You tell me what what don't I know in nineteen eighty-five? Um, that that uh, you know. King's Quest 2 came out? I feel like you knew that, though. So I might have, yeah. I might have the box right here. Yeah, wait, yeah, there it is, right there next to me. Um, but no, uh, 85 is fun. We got uh, Carmen Sandiego, the original. Mm -hmm. We're in the world. Uh, was We're that the original? in the world is right? Carmen Sandiego. Like, I know the first Carmen Sandiego came out this year. I just can't, it, it is We're in the world was the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. the one that they made the like, awesome acapella music show where I first learned about what acapella music was and then I became absolutely obsessed with the band that did the music in that show for ages. I wanted to sing them with them and I just thought they were awesome. <laughs> I just wanted to sing I think them. they were called Rockapella. Yeah, Rockapella, something like that. Nice. Good, good, mm -hmm. good facts. Nice stuff. All right. Um, I have nothing of that sort, but I have more games to this. Um, Deja Vu came out, so, so that's you know, mm. we're heading a little mm. bit, bit under the Mac territory there. Um, I think it's part of the Mac Venture series. 
was the word macking it, just throwing that out there. But yeah, uh, we, we got Ultima 4. Can't forget Ultima 4. It's, it's a specific right. Ultima 4. Can anybody guess which one of the specific Ultima 4s it is? Hmm? All right, that's not how podcasts work. Well, uh, I don't know because I didn't write it down because I don't know Ultima very well, and you guys know that, all right? <laughs> we, <laughs> we remembered. We remembered to bring up an Ultima. God, I hope there wasn't one in 84. Um, but yeah, Ultima 4 came out. That's enough. It just had words next to it. It was probably the name of it. Why did I even bring this up? I could have got the cool points for just Four. saying Ultima 4. Damn it. Yeah, I think it had like something to do with an Ultima 2 in 1984. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't edit this too because it's Monday night, people. We have to get this thing yeah, out no, this before is I go not. to bed. You are getting, <laughs> this is what we have is what you have. Hear us interrupting each other. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, we're doing on. it live. There's even a little bit of lag here. And it's it's it, the lag is. Is, is, is not the greatest for flow of conversation, but it doesn't matter. We're doing it live. We're doing it. Well, my, my one of my sons is, I usually tell my kids to get off the internet, too, when I, I do a podcast episode. But he's hanging out, one of my sons, and gaming with a friend who hasn't seen in a long time, who's also the son of my best friend. So I have a soft spot. So I'm like, all right, I'll let you know if it's really terrible. So there's yeah, that. Well, I think it's fine, but if it's not, everybody thank that kid. <laughs> not, not your son, the, the friend, because the friend should have, you know, yeah. should have been there more often or something. <laughs> I have the audacity. All right, what, came, what else came out in this fabulous year of 1985? No, no, I want to talk about this Not that many yet. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry. It's lovely. Um, I'd say if uh, my friends actually listen to my podcast, it was ma it would matter, but I assure you, they don't. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, yeah. That's, it's not a precaution that went through my head before I, I, I went out loud with that one. Not at all. No, that's okay. They're just like, oh, right, more Anna. Awesome. No, no. God bless you, background sneeze. Um, Bard's Tale, that came out. That's I, I don't know it, but it's important to most to, to most other people. In, in our group. I sent a copy of it to Kevin in the Classic Gamers Guild through the mail on a whim because I actually, I just found it randomly at a vintage sale. So I just was like, here, have this game. Nice. See, that's good mm -hmm. deeds. That's why you have a bunch of cool stories about finding awesome games for $5. It's coming back around. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got for 85 though. I, I, I kept, I kept it. Uh, wait, wait, know, Black Cauldron, that's inside. yours. That's uh well, Black Card is another one with weird year release issues because of booters and stuff like that. So I put it under eighty six. Where'd you put it? Um, well, I have in my copy of Black Cauldron. I have in my hand, which exciting story. I picked it up today on the way home from somebody selling it locally for next than next to nothing, and and it has the map and everything in it. But anyways, it says eighty five on the back, on the box. It has it has eighty five on the box. It does. It does. Okay. Cool. Cool. I, so I don't. I don't know, but I think I'm pretty sure that's the booter year. The, 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 there was, yeah, there this was, is Atari ST. This one. Uh, is that okay? Is is does, uh, is that the box with the flap? It is. It has no flap. It is just like a Sierra hard box on the inside. It says from the programmers of King's Quest, being that King's Quest came out one year before in 1984, and that's that's it. And it doesn't give you other choices. It's literally Atari ST 512K monochrome or color display. There's no other anything 
any other systems compatible on the front of this. But no, definitely an 85er. And a beautiful box, a nice print from the game. Uh, I really like, I was reading a few of these to Paul earlier, but I'm going to give you guys another one. I think this is great. Over 30 different items to obtain and use. Like, that's pretty cool. Uh, you've got eight different musical tunes and 17 additional sound effects. <laughs> like, come on. This this is great. 1,020 cells of animation, 30 animated characters, 73 dimensional screens. As never seen before, listen to this. In 16 colors, you can watch as animated characters pass in front of trees, behind rocks, and around other characters. Did you say around other characters? <laughs> I certainly did. And around other characters. This is the thing. It says it right there. Man, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for, for, you know, smoothly not, you know, covering while I eliminated background noise and simultaneously looked for my Black Cauldron games ill successfully. Because it was, I, I found one of the two because I have the one I'm looking for, I've got. The, the 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 a nice condition one with no flap, um, and that's mm -hmm. uh, it says eighty five on the back, but I have mm -hmm. the one with the flap, which I feel like is older. But how could it be older? Yeah, because my other two, mine have like my Donald Duck's playground has a flap in the front, and it's got right. the plastic casing on the inside instead of a Sierra hard box. Same with my uh, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, I wish. I wish I was above that. But I'm no, not. I'm not. Um, there was also, in the same time period, there was a Wizard of Oz game put out. Uh, let's see. What year was that of Oz? Because I would say I'm pulling this information from my brain, but I'm not. Let's see, game. Ah, 1985. So yes, I can accurately bring up The Wizard of Oz as a PC game in 1985 that I had the chance to play at a Tandy store on a sample computer. And I thought it was just the coolest game ever, but I don't think I've put more than 30 minutes into it because I never owned it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it just hit me now too. This is the, the farther back we go, it does get more difficult to pin down exact releases because of... Uh, you know, certain exclusivity on upon launch to, to different brands, right? Because there was a lot of people kind of competing in, in the, the computer market, right? Like PC actually hmm. had competition in Tandy and uh, Amiga and Atari and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. And so some of the accounts of the actual releases are are surprisingly un, unfounded, like to a degree, where mm -hmm. it's like, you know, they just heard tell of it or somebody – they accept it because it's what the company said, but nothing, nothing else actually <laughs> proves it. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's been, it's been interesting um, do, doing this whole series, but and then kind of seeing how things change the, the farther back we get, uh, we get, and then for for the next episode, I think we're gonna jump ahead, jump drastically ahead, which will be kind of a fun contrast. But but anyway, that being said, <laughs> I'm, I'm spent on eighty five. That's all I got. So, do are you good on eighty five? Do you want to do anything before we move to six? Yeah, I just, uh, well, I got to do a nod to Super Mario Bros. Because, like, uh -huh, it was yeah. kind of a big deal. A lot of, of people maybe played it. It was a thing. Did you hear it was, like, on this system called Nintendo? Right, yes. 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 So maybe that. Uh, also Gauntlet, which is another game that I 
probably spent too much time with. Uh, Nintendo Thexter. has a, a button-based interface, I believe. Buttons, yeah. Thexter is a 1985 game. At least the internet says it is. It's another game that I lucked into a big box locally on. Yes, please feel free to get jealous. Here I am in Victoria, BC, still finding big box games out in the wild for reasonable prices. This is another one. It is a beautiful box. And although a very difficult game by Sierra, it is uh, one of the best games musically out there. Even if you have absolutely no interest in playing Thexter, go out and go on YouTube and just listen yeah. to the tunes because it's freaking so good. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's very fair. Mm -hmm. That is very fair. Yeah, actually, I, mean, I recall when we when we did the interview with with Ken and Roberta, Ken Ken had brought up how Thexter was uh, like his his foray into importing and, and like just mm -hmm. how huge out with that was to, to help Sierra on the rebound and stuff like that. It was, that was one of the, one of the more interesting, um, lesser, previously lesser heard tidbits, right. From that, uh, from that whole deal. That was pretty cool. Just reminding me of, but yeah, texture's awesome. So I'm glad you, glad you brought that up. Yeah. And I'm sure there's lots of other ones I forgot, but we're trying to make this a reasonably short episode. So Paul doesn't have to stay up till three in the morning, getting it out there. So I think we can safely move on to 1986. If we've forgotten something you want us to cover, try to round up a few of them and send them off and maybe we can make them into something. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, for 86, I've, I've only got three and I think I just lost Black Cauldron to, to 85. So <laughs> you did, you did. <laughs> So the, let me let you start first. So we have, have some more balance. You can start and finish it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to jump right into uh, nostalgia land now, cross country, Canada. I am sure absolutely. Nobody <laughs> Here played. we go. There's cross country US that you might have played, and I maybe there's other maybe cross country Ukraine. I don't know, but I played <laughs> cross country Canada, and you get to like drive as a trucker and use headlights and use windshield wipers and drive through the rain, stop. You can pick up hitchhikers, you have to sleep at hotels, and you have to deliver goods from, like, for example, one province to another. You get to learn about who has what imports and experts. It's a edutainment game that. I would never have played uh, if I hadn't have discovered it. Uh, wait, now it says 1981 here. Oh, I see. So I played it on Apple. That's another one of those funny things. I played it on Apple by Diadec Software back in the 80s, and it was ported to DOS in 1991. So I would have played it probably in about 1987, 1988. So the yeah, original okay. was from 81. Wow, it's really old. Okay. No, the original is, uh, yeah, no, 86 and then 91. Yeah. Oh, sorry. 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 86, yeah. right. Not, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd heard of cross country before, before you, uh, because, well, you know, if that's, sounds weird to like any new listeners and as, and as, you know, uh, mm -hmm. Canadian, we don't like to bloody mm -hmm. talk about it, but. <laughs> just, it's a thing. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I had to, I had to roll with it because I said it oddly, uh, shamefully. I, I didn't mean to. Um, she's delightfully Canadian, but like, you know, like half of my favorite comedians. You know, they're the best. Mm -hmm. I grew up playing hockey myself, so I, I'm, a, I'm a little Canadian at heart. Uh, I guess I don't know. I'm, I'm not that picky about syrup. Does that rule me out? Doesn't matter. Look, the point is, I heard yeah. about cross country road trips to Canada from uh, LGR. <clears throat> I was I was in like LGR rabbit hole at the early early COVID, and and that that's uh maybe even before COVID doesn't matter, but yeah. 
Oh, so at least you know of its existence. Like you're one up on like 99.9% of civilization. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I, I think that percentage is it reduced to like 85 because to, to, of LGR. Well, uh, look, that mm-hmm. was crazy gratuitous to anybody who actually just followed that <laughs> math. <laughs> yeah. the 700,000 views the video got but you know 85% right. of LGR's viewers that hadn't heard of it now know right. about it right yeah it, it introduced <laughs> another million people and and of which maybe two listen to this show hey guys mm-hmm. yeah he is good I know right so, check out yeah, that, that one where he finds good. Ken Fifi Jr okay sorry <laughs> um <laughs> Um, yeah, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna do my 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 one that I'm excited about, which is Space Quest. I won't talk long about it because because I know, but Space Quest to to, to our more Lucasy crowd, Space Quest is my Monkey Island, and I'm not saying mm. that, that, that every LucasArts fan's favorite game is Monkey Island. That's just you know you get what I mean when you say it. Hopefully, I, I just I, I, this is this is the impact moment kind of game for me, along with Gold Rush and Fleece Quest One. It, it doesn't matter. The point is. <laughs> is this this is the year it came out and i just wanted to mention you know any sort of like you know fun uh, you know fun more fun things about it but i'll, I'll just I'll, I'll keep it really short and mostly just say that that in 86 it did it did come out in 86 right it's more more like widely known would be the um excuse me the the 87 version but the 86 was the, the year with the the big box sorry the the <laughs> The black box, the, the kind of you know, the kind of mm-hmm. more infamous in in our super niche little circle. The 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 black box. Do you know? You or, know. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, they're 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 really expensive. Um, I'm, I'm not even sure if I have the right to say that, right? Because the, the prices are kind mm-hmm. of insane now. Jeez, at least kind of got lucky. But but anyway, it's it's um that that was the 1.0 X version, and this this version is kind of neat. So if you happen to have this version, because it's not um. It's it's not on GOG or Steam or anything like that, right? But if you uh, you know physically have it or, or whatever the case is, 1.0x is the very first version, and it's neat that in the very first scene, I'm sure most of you guys know this, but in the very first scene, if you type in Ken as in Williams, then Ken walks out and berates, um, <laughs> you know, berates you guys for for not having the game out on time, um, and and he's drawn in a, in a very unflattering way, and it's that's actually the shocking part because it's like I mean you knew he was going to eventually see it, Jesus, guys, you know the just just the, that extra row of pixels is the really is the line is <laughs> the insult, it's just that extra row, man. But uh, and, and when you know the bounce when he walks, they gave it they gave his belly the same animation they gave Rosella's boobs a year later. Um. He did in KQ three there, yeah. <laughs> No, not a year later. Same year. We're, we're actually coming Same up. Same year, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're coming up. I'm looking at my game box, but again, I I think I have a later release because mine is again in 1987, but it has the over five a half a million sold on it again. Right, right. Um, and oh, sorry. Now, before we just wrap up with Space Quest, I'll just say that I think what what's kind of neat between with Space Quest here is that the 86 version had some. A lot, like a, a lot of differences between the other ones. Same, same deal with King's Quest, but there's just little things like the, the droids BS, um, like it was, it was droids RS in 1.0 X, right? In its first version, 86 version. So like anywhere else, it's it's uh, droids BS because they got threatened by a lawsuit. Um, so just stuff like that, right? We can catch like a, a bunch of cool little little things going on. And then the next year, new mm-hmm. new box art and blah blah blah. So all right, that's it. That's just all of you on Space Quest and done. There's so much more. That's right. Game. Yeah, because I I have the box for it, but I have again the 1987 box. But 
That's also the 256 color version, but the 5.25 disc enclosed, but they also popped it as you knew they always would reuse their old boxes. So it's in the original box that they put out in 87 that was not for the updated 256 color version. Right, right. They, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they slapped that sticker on it. Sometimes they didn't either. <laughs> it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, right. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's probably pretty hard to find. Um, but yeah, then, then we could roll, I guess, might as well just roll on Space or King's Quest 3 since we just mentioned it. King's, King's Quest 3 is the, the hardest King's Quest, I guess. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. play 7 or 8, but it's, 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 it's so hard. time limits and, <laughs> you know... The remake, if you're going to go and play it, if you've decided you're going to go play it, uh, I think Infamous Quest, right? They did a, a remake or a redo on the game, and it's much nicer. And you can see the timer at the top of the screen, and it makes much more sense. Yeah. And if you're like me, you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to play the original. You know what? This time, <laughs> pass me. You know, don't. Yeah. Just just, just don't. don't. Just, just play the Infamous Quest one. Mm-hmm. Just this time. Mm-hmm. Kind of like like I still haven't played Grim Fandango, and like I I think I'm just gonna play the remaster because I don't I don't have nostalgia for it or 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 polygon or tank really. controls. <laughs> right, That's exactly. Oh, there you go. That's the hatchery. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. it really is worth it to not go back to the original simply because of that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, yeah, King King's Quest Three came out. We we've talked just so much about these that that were you know I'm kind of just moving past it first, but but I mean. Uh, there's nothing really interesting versions going on. Um, and it's a game that came out that year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed yeah. a 1985 game, right? I was going to bring up, was that before? The Wilderness game. Oh, yeah. That's right. There's a game, it's called Wilderness. It was brought out by Electronics Arts, which was actually at the time known as Electric Transit which I thought was kind of a cool progression, but the thing actually comes in a book. Like, literally holding this game in this book, I feel like the teacher would hand this to me at the beginning of a course and say, here is your coursework. Please complete this by the end of the school year. Because when you go through the book, it's literally like how you camp, how you survive, how you can read a compass, how to read, you know, how to make. It's all very, very, like, survival tips and everything. And that's essentially, like... And there's thousands of commands you can use in this game. It's really quite complex for what graphically looks like a very, very simple game with with graphics along the same lines as your, um, you know, the Black Cauldron or the original Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a really fascinating game, right? Because it's um, I, like I, I I have a fondness for this this one in particular, mm-hmm. where it just it encapsulates such an awesome. Like it's called wilderness, and that's what it makes it. It gets that feeling down really good because mm-hmm. it, it has just the perfect like, I don't know your survivalness about it. In in yeah, the interaction between the book in real life and the, and the game and stuff. It's it's really cool. And then, uh, you know, since I, I try and get the nerd side covered, I'll say that that uh, there's like the the North American version of this. So like if you know if you found these discs at home and you have it or or. I think for the most part online, like that's what you're going to find and stuff is, is North American. Um, there's like inside the game, there's this whole global version with just like tons of more like entire worlds that you can survive in. And it's, it's like mm-hmm. hidden, like not, not just locked, but just like the, yeah, locked and hidden. So like you, you, you and I, and I did this one night. I don't know if I'm proud of it or not, but I like you, you go into the wild EXE and you, you get out a hex editor and you tweak mm-hmm. just, just, you know, 
but specifically, you, you tweak the zero zero three one six seven eight byte from zero two zero zero, and and that's mm-hmm. all. And, and and that changes the the limited North American setting to the global one. So when you relaunch mm-hmm. the game, you have you have like six times the game, like for real. There's like it unlocks, I think, like or maybe not six, but at least like three or four more entire places that you can go survive. Ooh, like other other like islands. Sense. Okay, I because got when I got Ooh, this game, when this when I got this game, it came with uh, what looked like expansions, and there were three different discs, and they had different locations, but all three of them were copies, like copied onto uh, a floppy. And I wondered about that because I'm like, where can you go to expand a game like this, or what can you do? I still have them here, right? I was just like, oh, that was super random because I got this, and I got Wizardry uh, as well at the same time. Uh, I'm not quite sure what game, what year that game came out, but probably around that same timeline. And again, it came with all the expansions and anything that would go with it, but all on uh, copy discs. That's yeah, yeah, okay. So, and and I guess it's funny. I left a note to myself. Thank goodness. But I guess mm-hmm. in 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 the North American version, like the full global version was was in essence, I guess, kind of commented out um, mm-hmm. <laughs> with instructions for the opening screen to just display you know, a different, a different, a different opening screen, different splash screen where it says North America instead of global. Um, but, mm-hmm. but like in the, in the games folder, like there's a bunch of these CIM files and they're all just, they're mm-hmm. all different maps. And, and mm-hmm. like the, the, the version that we all have, or let's say that you have right now, it only lets you use one CIM file and there's like a bunch more. Mm-hmm. And like, they're like, you know, one of them's like Costa Rica or whatever. Like it's, yeah, it's really cool. So um, I guess I guess for anybody who latched on carrying, since you can do a quick rewind this, I'll just say you just open the wild exe with the hex mm-hmm. editor and change mm-hmm. 003167A. Change that byte from 02 to 00. That's it. That's amazing. So That's the, like so that, literally all it takes. They just they were just like, you know what, we can't complete this whole thing. Lock it down, pop it out. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't know this like hex editor or anything, because like, I'm I'm not like I'm not good with this kind of stuff either, but I just, it's not, it's literally not hard. You just, just open with on the EXE to a hex editor, look for where you see the number of that byte and, 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 you know, next to slash, maybe not directly next to, but around that byte, you're going to see a zero two, whatever mm-hmm. you see a zero two, change it to a zero zero. That's it. And then you get mm-hmm. the whole other game. So yeah, that's super nerdy, that. but for you know, hopefully just at least one of you, maybe if, if that, that's a if pretty that massive Easter egg. I mean, you know, people don't come to this podcast to the fa- for the facts, but they come here for little tips and tidbits of information like that. For the one in a million that would find it useful, I think that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a fun game too. If you if you haven't played it, check it out. If you like if you like survival stuff, um, if you like text parser stuff, and if you like Carmen San Diego stuff, where referencing mm-hmm. you know uh, materials in in the physical realm. Uh, while you're mm-hmm. playing the game, <laughs> then then it's a fun time. Sorry, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know how to word that. Notice, though, I, I totally stole the limelight away from, from King's Quest Three subconsciously saying, we've talked about this game enough now, but we've never talked about this other one. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's, very, that's fair, too. I just, I'm still, I'm still fatigued from playing it a year ago. So as soon as you came <laughs> out, it's like, I don't know, if you ever, like, just over ate too, something, like, like, had too much of one dessert, and you're like, ooh, man, like, the thought of it now, I can't. Oh, too uh, much. <laughs> yeah, just too much. Too much, yeah. But yeah I think that, that 
that covers most of uh, my most important games that I can think of outside of little games that I caught. You know, Bubble Bobble has been stuck in my head ever since 1986. You know, do, 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 That's do, a good do, one. Do, that do, is do, a do, good do, one. Yeah, do, that's fun. I love it. Castlevania. Yeah, awesome. I probably spent a lot of time with Castlevania or even Outrun, The Legend of Zelda. Kid Icarus, you know, Up, 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 Die. Great game. Uh, so there was, there was some really cool console stuff sort of a lot more that I was familiar with. Now, I said before this episode, yeah. I said, you know, we're trying to be quick. I'm not really going to hit any Nintendo stuff. And I think I've brought up Nintendo games for just about every year that we've talked about. So, Anna, I need to learn to zip it. <laughs> I mean, not during the episode, before the episode, when I say what I'm going to do, clearly. No, well, it's, I'm glad you did, though, because I mean, people, I think I think they want to hear that. I don't know. Like, it's, oh. it's, it's weird, because, right, it's, it's been to our longtime listeners. It's like, it's, it's always kind of been an adventure game podcast. We just never really called it that. Um, <laughs> yeah. just, just that's it's kind of my fault, I guess. You don't want to say it just because I, I don't bring much to the table. Else, by it's not not through obstinance or refusal, but through uh, lack of experience, literally. So uh, there's that. But, but yeah, that being said, I, I don't even know if our listeners are like at this point. It's like, hey, hey, I don't come here for that. All right, you guys never talk about that. I don't want to hear it. Or if it's like, hey, you're bringing up '84. How'd you not bring up Mario Brothers? Like, I don't, I don't know. But but at this point, uh, I don't think it matters. Everybody seems pretty no. cool. So. Um, what do you mean? Don't forget. Still... Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was, I was, I won't forget. In '86, we got uh, we got to get the Lucasfilm um, mm. mm-hmm. with with Labyrinth. It's just Labyrinth is so tricky because it's, it's I, I, man. I hope I'm not about to talk out of my butt, but I'm pretty sure that it only came out for I think C64. Uh, I'll find I'll find at least that out, I guess. But, Commodore but, but, 64, but, Apple II, Commodore 128, MSX, and PC 8800 series. Okay, so so there you go. It, it brings the, the point limited, I was, though. Mm-hmm. Point I was making there is they're getting to there is it's it's a tough game to emulate. Um, all of those are tough to emulate. Mm-hmm. The, the Apple one is is the only one of those that you listed that, that I've gotten. Um, mm-hmm. Well, the, I, I mean, that, I guess not tough because emulation is it, it's all a pain in the butt, right? I mean, to to listeners, which I'm sure there's a lot of you that, that mess with emulators, it's like you know, the deal it takes way too long and it's always frustrating because it feels like it should never be a thing. And it's always a thing. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, you get the game launched and you go to bed because you're tired, but like, um, the fun is in the ride. We never, yeah. you know, Paul, none of us actually play the game after we emulate it. What we do right, is the right. game now that we're adults is emulating the game. And then you're like, okay, now that I've got it running, perfect. Let me emulate another one. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, emulating right. process being just making it work, not the playing. Oh, God. Yeah, and if, and if that's your thing, if, if that is your thing, which, again, I, I know it's a lot of your things. Um, that's, that's a gross sentence. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, sorry <laughs> to talk about your things. I'm just saying, if that's your thing, Labyrinth is a good game to go play because, yeah, you got you to gotta emulate it on uh, C64, Apple II, and, and, and uh, it's doable. And it'll only take an hour or two, but it's it's a literal hour or two, and it's gonna you know feel like it should have taken ten minutes. <laughs> kind of like King's Quest Eight, really hard game to get to play, and then once you get go through all the trouble to actually get it running, you're like shit. I'm now playing King's Quest Eight. It amazes me that there's not that somebody hasn't buckled down and made a Windows Nine X emulator. What's where's it at, people? Right. What's what's going oh, that's on? That's the we forgotten got... time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we, it's, it, it's, 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 yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of hard to believe because it's, it's difficult to to emulate. And I know you can get it going through DOSBox, and I have, but it's, it's, man, it's a pain in the butt with the drivers. The drivers are the deal breaker there. It's just, 
just constant issues. Even with your with your virtual sheep drives, it's just it's a real pain in the butt. It just surprises me that there's. I guess what I'm saying is that yes, I know that that after enslaving for an hour and going to to the wayback machine and getting drivers and blah blah blah, <laughs> you, you can you can eventually get it get it on DOSBox. Actually, what I will say, somebody on YouTube has a has a has a zip file in their in their video description that's that is totally a plug and play. Um, mm. But that's kind of my point. It's like, why isn't there just like an easy plug and play that's that's not through DOSBox because it, it it doesn't run good. <laughs> uh, you know, just a windows 9x thing for for times like when we played the the black the black the black well black stone chronicles yes, you know, those, that those been another game that was yeah difficult yeah. very very that was the dark years of emulation for people mm. trying to go back there it still is yeah somebody we just need yeah. that 9x emulator that that would cover you know mm. it's just got Get all that real-time, quick-time video stuff going, and yeah. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then we need a but, now we need a flash player emulator, right? I wanna I wanna put a frog in a blender on that JoeCartoon.com. I wanna do all the old flash player stuff that used to be out there. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, most yeah, exactly. Homestar and everything like that. Yeah, it's kind of sad in a sense, but yeah, I know I know there's people working on emulators for that. I'm not sure if they're out or not. Yeah, because um, I'm like, Flash Player has been such a big part of gaming on the internet. When the Flash Player disappeared, my son lost a long-time emulated Pokemon game he had running on one. We have the game, it, right? But, you know. Do you have, like, the Flash file? No, I mean, we have the, the game physically on, oh, on one emulated. of our you know, systems. So I was like, he was just emulating it on the computer because it's nice and convenient to have the computer. So it still sucks when you lose it, right? That's of all. course. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, which is a kind of the point, I guess, full circle with Labyrinth, where it's 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 not a very accessible game. I guess is my point. And, no. and um, obtaining it obtaining it legally would probably cost an absolute fortune and take forever. Um, like when you get your C sixty four up and running, you can just throw it on there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be really hard to find on eBay. It, it's yeah, I mean, but that's well, because it's can, David Bowie, right? It's impossible to find. <laughs> and it's just like big box games have gone, like right with prices. I mean, this is like you know, I, I you know, like look at how like Zach McCracken Mani Maniac Mansion boxes are. So I can't imagine Labyrinth because it's it's harder mm -hmm. to find. <laughs> but I mean, I, I haven't looked in like a year. But when I was really into it. But, but anyway, point is, uh, we can only obviously advocate the, you know legal uh, means of obtaining games, something, something. So. I guess just nobody ever play it and no dancing and stop smiling. <laughs> exactly. But um, that being said, you know, the, the party's over. We got, that's all I got. Unless Anna has more, I was rude to me. Do you have any more, Anna? I'm sorry. Uh, no, not for that, that year. I, I mean, I got a stack of like eight games sitting beside me and I've talked about all of them. I've, I've hit a few nostalgia points. I've told some stories. I've listened to your stories wherever they may go. I think I feel pretty <laughs> satisfied. Again, with everybody understanding that we're trying to get the uh, episode out rather uh, last minute, and perhaps you can all feel comforted in the fact that we also do things last minute. Now that that's good. That makes everybody feel at home. We all are running around last minute trying to get stuff done so that everybody can have what they need. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For better or worse, yeah, I, I think... Firing from the hip is a little more difficult with a couple of years to manage, and then every time we hit a game, it's like it, it's like oh, just kidding, I didn't really come out this year because <laughs> <'cause> porting and, 
everything's confusing right now with with software or hardware. I mean, and so yeah, it was. We we got there to just just you know go easy on us. We're we're we're, we're getting it together for the new year. We're going to get back on the on our schedule here. Thank you for putting up with us, and 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 we appreciate you guys for that for real. Because it's uh, you know been, been a little inconsistent. We're aware of that. We're addressing the bloody elephant in the room. We're gonna we're gonna get there. Uh, Ball Blazer Rescue on Fraculus came out in '84. I was Lucasfilm too. I wanted to say that. So thank you to our Patreons for no wait. That's not how I do the ending. Oh, no. Well, wait, before you go in the editing, I'm going to say to our lovely listeners, I, it's mentioned before, it doesn't appear you can send the podcast a message through the through our Facebook podcast page. A few people have mentioned that they're unable to do so. I don't know how pages work, but listen close because Paul's going to give you information about the uh, email address. Right. And then you can always hit us up on uh, Twitter. Oh. And you can probably hit us up on Instagram. It's just, it's obviously trickier to do so in Facebook. You can always tag us, uh, Classic Gamers Guild podcast in the Classic Gamers Guild. If you happen to be in there, tag us randomly in Facebook from one of your other groups. I don't know, maybe a Red Dwarf group or uh, Douglas Adams group, you know, that's fine too. So Paul, why don't you give them the deets? Uh, okay, I'm glad, okay. That was guys. You scared me for a second, but yeah, what, what you're asking of me, I do have written down in front of me. So, um, you know, thanks for listening. You can find us on Facebook. In addition to those other bloody places Anna mentioned, we're we're there. We're a page in a group. You can come say come say hello. Uh, Classic Gamers Guild on Facebook. Um, you can check us out on Twitter. You can send us a message on Twitter. We definitely get those at CGG Podcast. Um, on a, on a, like if you don't have Twitter, it's I. I it, we're not worth signing up for to send a message because because you can you can do the email and that's that's just coming up. Um, so at CGG Podcast is Twitter. Anna Anna runs that. Uh, I, I think unless there's a P at the end of what was said because I rarely do. It's pretty much Anna. You can say hi to her there. Send us a message. She'll get it and tell us all about it. Um, Instagram is also CGG Podcast. Uh, if you want to say hello to me, I'm on Twitter sometimes at Phantom Fellows. Um, our email, mail at classicgamersguild.com. Send us an email there. Mail at classicgamersguild.com. Just say it one more time for clarity because, you know, it's like what they did in those old 800 numbers. Um, and then become a patriot. All oh, right. <laughs> uh, sorry, we kind of went like a little autopilot there. We have a new Patreon. Wait, wait, we have a new Patreon person. You'll have to announce this. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. Is this Steve? You got that, right? Um, no, no, it was uh, Jeremy. Hold on. Fuck. I, I gambled. A brand, 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 brand new Patreon. I don't even think we had this person before. There we are. New is Jeremy Scruggs. You rock. I know you're in the Classic Gamers Guild. Oh, I've awesome. seen you around. You're a new $5 Patreon, and we super duper appreciate you and any other people Paul might mention now. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Jeremy. Jeremy's uh, beta tested uh, Phantom Solos, the first wave um, of, of beta testing. It was awesome. So uh, thank you so much for, for support, man. That is amazing. And actually, I'm going to be hitting you up pretty soon for another wave of testing if you're into it. If you're not, that's cool, too. I get it. No, you're going to want to. You totally want to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, so, so the Patreon thing, I mean, I've, I... I, I I, I don't know what to say, uh, <laughs> except for <clears throat> I, I haven't checked it, right? Because you were going to say I was going to say other names. I, 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 I we got. I, I think that's it. I, I, 
we're, we're going to rearrange our tiers, but I think for now we just have the addition and nothing else to add. If there is a special thanks one that I'm missing, then, then you know, I am the worst because that's the one thing we're supposed to do with that tier, but I'm pretty sure there's not. Um, doesn't matter about all the tier stuff. Just a huge thank you to all of our patrons. There's a lot more of you than, than I, I that's believable. It's weird. You know, you look at that and you're like, wow, that's, that's, you know, that's amazing. It's really cool. So I appreciate it guys. Cause this is, this is, uh, it's a lot of fun for us, but man, yeah, it's, it's, we, we, we are squeezing them in. So it means a lot to know there's like all that support and you guys really kind of want us to keep doing it. Cause, uh, when things get really hectic, like the last two months, that's when we're like, should we? And then I look at the amount of patrons there are and I'm like, okay, so, you know, we should. <laughs> so thank you guys. Appreciate you very much and love you guys. And that's, that's it. I'm, I'm totally done. I, I think, oh, go, go, go wish this our game. Um, please. That'd be cool. It's, uh, it's the Phantom Fellows. It's on Steam. Um, if you don't want to play it or buy it, that's cool. Maybe wishlist it anyway, though, or vice versa. Mm -hmm. If you're like, I don't want to wishlist it, but I'll buy it, then you know what? Fair enough. Um, <laughs> you know, no one to fold. I'll take it. Um, and also maybe leave the podcast for review. Cause like, listen, guys, it's time we had that talk. All right. <laughs> I don't want to be the review guy, but we've had like, we've had like one review on iTunes for, for a hundred, almost 200 <laughs> episodes. All right. So, so, and there's not a, there's, there's a lot more of you than used to be. There's, there's plenty of you. I, I don't want, I don't need more, right? We're, we, we are content, but it would be nice to like, you know, have more. So <laughs> that being said, buddy, there's not enough of you for us to, for in two weeks from now for us to, to not have noticed that nobody did it. All right. So I'm putting one of the 300 of you on the spot. All right. Next week, you know, please let me see a review. I was going to say it better, but that's, that's not how you talk to, you know, Nice listeners. People. Yeah. Nice people. <laughs> you listen to me, you very beautiful people. No, maybe just, just one one review. And and next week I'll I'll update everybody. We're, it's, we're, I'm gonna manipulate you all like a child. We're gonna make a game out of it. And next week I'm gonna <laughs> read out how many reviews we got and we'll know how good you guys all did. <laughs> That's right. Were you paying so. attention? We'll find out. Yeah, so if you just told me to get fucked and stop the podcast, that's also fair. But um, please that's leave us a review. also guessing the people have stayed this long at this point. Yeah, I know. Well, there's, there's not a matter of them, right? Because we gave a game away last time we did this. If you're here this long for that, you know, okay. what are your intentions? All right, make sure they're pure because we don't have a game this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> But um, but do leave us a review. This this you know some some weeks we give, other weeks we take. Man, just just one. I've said it before though, and I'm wrapping up now. I promise. But but when I say all this, leave a review nonsense. That's only if it's going to be a good one. No, that's only if it's going to be five stars. That's all I want. Don't if you're going to leave less than five, just never mind. I'm so sorry to waste everyone's time. Who wants a less than five star review? We've only got one. Like a one star review would cripple us. We'd be ruined financially. <laughs> <laughs> the negative oh, yeah. two or four dollars I pay every month when you yeah, add a pot bean and clean yeah. cheese. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, look us up. I looked. We've got. I found four so far. So I've oh, got four. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I said one. Sometimes I exaggerate because it's fun, but <laughs> it's it's very few reviews for how many listeners we have been doing this. Just saying. You know, I just learned they want to hear more about Accolade, Microprose, and Westwood. I'm okay. Oh, Terry I want to talk about all those. Apple Podcasts. I totally want to talk about Accolade, Microprose, and Westwood. Thank you for bringing those companies up. Great idea. 
Dude, that is awesome. Wait, is Terry, how many stars, Terry? How many stars did you give us? Four point. We got a five out of five from Terry. Go, Terry. Dude, Terry, we're doing the episode. You just, this is the, this, if, if, if I was Oprah, this would be you winning a car, but, but I'm not. So we're doing the episode. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the best <laughs> I can happen. do. Yeah, that Great. sounds We like always need awesome new episode. ideas. So. Thanks yeah, well, and we we have something down in, in in our notes thing where it's like a it's like a developer spotlight, and all three of those are are listed examples. But it's like I always skip over it because I don't think we can do an episode on any one of them. Because mm-hmm. and, and again, that it's it's not because they're not amazing. Blah blah blah. It's like we, we do need some experience with what we're talking about. Just one or two each from each yeah. company, right? So it's like. You know, with Westwood, I played the first career tree run, try ran and I played Blade Runner, but like that, blah blah blah. So anyway, Terry's got an awesome idea where we could we could ma- mash them up. Let's say whether mm-hmm. whether it's two or two or all three of those, but yeah, awesome. Thank you, Terry. Thank you for the reviews. I mean, I thought I had we had one review, and I was just told we had four, so we can all just pretend that I got three this week and we're even. You know, what? just forget about them. <laughs> <laughs> just call it off. No, we still want more. We need. We we're, do. We, we have. Do. Yeah, we're not like yeah, running, it's nice. not like we have low self confidence or anything, but at the same time, it's nice to feel validated. We're sitting here going, Well, this is pretty good. We want to hear that you maybe think so too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you don't think it is, again, you know, please yeah. don't leave bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have free will. Do whatever you want. Purposely leave a bad one because I asked you not to. That's that's what I would have wanted to do at 14 I, I don't know i'm not sure i was that much of a dick all right listen we're gonna let you all go uh there's still no free game but but there will be one of these times uh there will be but now there's not so don't do a murder